Oh my, oh my, oh my. If you are listening for the first time, this is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm him. I am him. Go off, Nick. That's what people say when they hear the beginning of the podcast normally. So if you do, if you want to say that now, you can. Go off, Nick, because I'm going to go off. I'm a Canadian citizen, born in Toronto. Lived a little bit around. Now I live here again. I've been back for about three years. The adjustment period has been intriguing and interesting. Pros. Mostly pros. Some cons. I'm a man who loves traveling to lands. And of course, since 2020, that hasn't been very possible. And before then, I was doing a lot, a lot less land traveling than I was. Maybe that's age. Maybe that's the fact I was building my brain back into a brain-shaped object when before it looked a little bit more like um, six different tiny little brains that were sort of arguing with each other. Now it's I've reduced that number to about three. Um, wouldn't it be cool? Do you think cows would be smarter if they had six brains instead of six stomachs? Because they say that the stomach is like the brain, so maybe there's no difference. We don't know. Go off, Nick. Oh, gray day, gray days these last few days. There's pluses. Uh, Charlie the dog is out of my hands, which would not normally be a plus, but that means that a very special person has arrived back in Toronto. And one day I'll get to see them because I am strangely responsible. And as is this very special person, we are taking our time and waiting until the proper moment when they can be done with quarantining and it's quarantining well with um <clears throat> basically nothing doing in the city except for a ton of cases ton of cases in the province and uh very bad vaccine handling from what i can see and very bad restriction giving our premier Doug Ford, who looks like the uh, father from the sitcom Dinosaurs, look it up. I would hope that the TV show Dinosaurs has a Wikipedia. And, but don't, like, there's going to be a need for disambiguation because, like, you'll Google dinosaurs in Wikipedia and it'll go to the brilliant history of dinosaurs, a wonderful creature. But uh, <clears throat> you will see for, it'll say, for the TV show Dinosaurs, click here. And that's what you click, and then you'll compare the pictures, and you'll see Doug Ford does indeed look like the father from Dinosaurs. And so factories are still open, essential workers are still not vaccinated, but they've made it so police can just stop us and ask us what we're doing, why we're out, why we're outside. Uh, so that's weird. But he's never been one for uh, good ideas, so I'm not surprised. This is the guy who was like just summarily axed funding for a bunch of like arts programs for young people, uh, you know, like underprivileged. So to use the ancient 1800s word, young people. So what does this guy know? He don't know Jack. Anyway, so yeah, that's everyone in the city is pretty much panicking and it's brutal and hard to have um, high hopes 
Then you see the U.S., everyone is line dancing and stuff. It's all back back to business. Everyone is lined, except for the constant stream of police shootings and mass shootings, uh, which I guess is like business as usual over there in my once adopted country. And uh, it's just heavy, man. But spring's coming. Spring's here. I don't know. Uh, I know that because the level of agroness in the state, uh, in the surrounding areas, has, has, has been going up at a driver, fellow driver, very angry at me yesterday because I didn't let him pass me in a one-lane street. I had a woman who seemed like she wanted to have me arrested because uh, one of the dogs I have uh, pooped in the very, 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 very top of her uh, massive estate. So, in a lot of ways, I'm I'm just, I'll say it again. Why can't there just be like a country or city where it's just like full-on like-minded people getting along like frickin' Smurfs? And I think we all could. You ever sit down in the right context and just like have a chat with somebody? This is, you know, and it's it's fine and it's nice and you both feel like positive after the interaction. Outside of like negative, you could be having that interaction with people who we have negative situations with. It's just this dog lady. Maybe I'll see her at uh, if I start going to church, and we'll get along like um, Bert and Ernie. So on some level. There is a way of, of meeting, not so much in the middle, but in the human middle, you know, in the way that we all can converse and like each other. But I don't know, because all media is right now is, you know, this is a bad person. This is a bad person. This is a bad thing, you know, and and uh, universal solutions, universally pleasing solutions would be good. And yet they are very far away. Have some good interviews coming up for real. Uh, Deanne Smith is almost ready to put that. I'm almost ready to put that episode out. Always a great chat with her. She's a hilarious comic. Be sure to look her up on Netflix. She's got a special and a great Twitter and all the, all that fun stuff. I mean, they. They. She's they. She's a non-binary person. And... Devin Burghardt, that's someone I talked to last week. He is a researcher of racism, particularly on the internet, but not strictly that. And, you know, that's a very important thing that's going on right now, you know, between anti-immigrant sentiment, anti-Asian, particularly China sentiment, but those who are committing hate crimes are not known for their ability to di differentiate between people who look different than them. And uh, of course, all the systematic racism going on. So we had a great talk and that's coming out soon. And then we've got, oh, a comedian named Chris Estrada, one of my favorites we talked a while ago. The musician Kelly Stoltz, maybe that'll get done. And uh, yeah, so, so that's all very exciting. And of course, it's a Friday and that seems to be the day that I'm able to muster myself to do... The podcast. I don't know why that is, but it, it seems to really be shaking out that way that the first four days of the week 
are just like me running around being stressed out or doing other things. And then on Friday, I'm like, okay, go. And in any other era, maybe that would, I'd have a lot of grist for the mill. I'd be able to tell you, oh, I went to this comedy show and this person said this, or I went to the coffee shop and I watched this. None of that's happening. Every week is not exactly the same, but you know, not every week has a dog lady yelling at me. And, um, but yeah, what can I say? There's a video game based on The Great Escape starring Steve McQueen. So I ordered that on eBay. That would be nice. I started playing the Godfather PlayStation 2 game. Let's just say Luca Brasi. There's a lot more to Luca Brasi than you might think. Um, yeah, and and basically just sitting around surrounded by stuff, like trying to wait this out. And today I was just kind of had it on my mind. I listened to this CBC... Um, documentary on the radio uh, about someone, a producer for radio who has ADHD and her, her chasing down solutions for it. And, you know, the reality of what she discovered was that it's not, you know, she got diagnosed. She found out indeed she had ADHD. She talked to her friends who all said, uh, different things about her personality that, that also, fed into what the ADHD um, pie pan is, the sort of amounts of, uh, amount of um, behavioral things that lead to the, the diagnosis. And she checked off a lot. I check off a, checked off a lot as well. And that's why I'm talking about ADHD because I have it too. And um, I just feel like a, apologizing to society right now, you know. I'm sorry it takes me forever to get everything together. I'm sorry if I say the wrong thing or I say something that doesn't really make sense to you. I'm trying to make sense. I'm sorry if I blurt out a weird thing and never follow up on it. I'm sorry if I offer to do something and it never gets followed up on. I'm sorry if I exude a manic energy that stresses you out when I sit next to you. It's not a negative energy. It's just a little anxious. I'm sorry if, even though I also have anxious energy, I also can have a very low-key energy. I'm sorry if you ask me to do something and then you check in and I haven't done it and I say I'll do it immediately and then I do it slightly longer than immediately. Take slightly longer than immediately to do it. Know that all these things that I want to do are on my mind 24 hours, seven days a week, except not when I'm not, not when I'm sleeping, as far as I know. Every once in a while, I'll have a dream where it's like, I do something I needed to do, and I'll be like, wake up and be like, you didn't do it? Now I have to do it, and then I'll forget, and then you just fall asleep, you dream of doing it again, and wake up, I didn't do it. I finally ripped a bunch of CDs. I don't have any more CDs to add to my uh, iPod. So that's a big win <laughs> for me. One of my intentions of the year has been reached. And pretty soon I'll have to separate from these dogs that have sustained my joyful spirit for the last uh, few months, which is sad, but also change is good. 
Change is hard, but change is good. And I think that's why it's so difficult right now in the city. I think everyone is experiencing a little bit of the, the fact that this uh, pain of, of limiting ourselves socially so much or the pain of having to work during a period where it's dangerous to sort of be in, in groups. Uh, it's just the fact that that hasn't changed and we are like over a year into it is um is just so much and i'm really hoping when things get back to normal ish here uh people don't you know go too much the other way you know oh everyone's out and i just got hit by a dirt bike and it's winter why is someone dirt biking in the winter it's because everything got sorted out by the winter and people still want to party, you know? Let people who still want to be chill, be chill, even if you're excited once COVID is cured. Although I guess cured, I don't know, once COVID, once more people are vaccinated. It's also amazing to me seeing like people from Ontario who I know, I don't really know, but who I kind of know, like positing this like anti-mask, anti-vaccine thing. And it just so happens to coincide with like a year into the pandemic. Like maybe you're just completely worn out by this. The anti-vaccine thing is very fun, funny to me too. Like you have a lot higher chance of getting uh, COVID and having very bad responses than you do the side effects of the vaccine. And yet I also know that this, these vaccines were made super quick. So this is not like the greatest. This is not vaccine 98, as Bill Gates would call it, which was the culmination of years of Windows being tinkered with. But people hated Windows 98, so maybe that's a bad example. Didn't they? I don't know. I just have a vague memory of people talking about Windows 98 being trouble when it came out um and again you kind of get to the middle ground thing like what's the middle ground between like people who don't want quote state control unquote and people who want encouragement for vaccination to be the uh, order of the day i think it has something to do with what i was just talking about which is just like Nobody likes the idea of cops stopping us and asking what we're doing and why we're out. Also, all the reasons that people might be out, like are allowed to go out, like exercise is one of them. So you could pretty much say that little life hack. If a cop stops you and asks why you're out, just say you're exercising. So it does seem like just, just a ploy in order to basically harass people. But we'll, we'll see. But so like that feels like something that people could band together about. We don't want the police to be able to just pull anybody over. They probably already do that enough. So, so maybe we could find some middle ground there. And then it's like the whole big pharma conversation. You know, as someone who unfortunately or, fort or fortunately, kind of fortunately, depends on certain medications provided by big pharma um, in order to 
feel relatively good and function relatively well. Uh, I don't have a problem with what I'm on. Do I have a problem with the many brutal price fixing, the brutal price fixing that's happening or, you know, uh, bad testing or encouraging doctors to prescribe something that's like addictive rather than something that will get to the heart of a problem uh, or, or advising therapy before that, you know, yes, I have a problem with that. But it's to, to discount like creators of medicine, thus doing what? Getting rid of medicine? I mean, that doesn't seem to make any sense to me. And I really think that people who are getting on the anti-vaccination train are either going to try to sell you a wellness product or buy wellness products. Like they're basically doing, they're, they're at the beginning of a pyramid scheme and they don't seem to mind, you know. Meanwhile, we should look up uh, about the um, safety of, of so-called wellness products sometimes. Not all of them, but some of them. I ain't here telling you not to take your omega-3s. I'm not here not telling you not to take your turmeric pill. I think that might be a thing. Or your GBH. But I'm just saying, you know, any industry is suspect. Period. Money. Speaking of, if you'd like to uh, pass me a buck, ko-fi.com slash Nate Flanagan is where you could do that. Or you don't have to. But uh, you also can. It's really up to you. I, uh, I wish I had something more fun to say today. It's just been kind of a babbly, cathartic one. But I think I'll be doing more episodes this weekend and hopefully uh, be a little more hilarious. Um, doing a stand-up show Sunday, April 18th, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern. Avail Yourself, our classic monthly show featuring a plethora of wonderful comics. Nightlight.tv is where you can buy tickets, so that would be great. And if you want to write the podcast, weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. And thank you to all the listeners I have in Canada and internationally. I really appreciate it. You're very nice. And I'd love to know what the situation is like in your country or state. How freaked out are you by any anything? And don't think I have like any uh, blinders on about the situation in the states. Look, I think still a lot of people to be vaccinated, and they seem to be kind of rushing into coming back, getting back to normal, reopening the uh, general store, so metaphorically. But I'm trying not to care as much about what's happening outside of this situation, this local situation, because there's only so much control that I have, yo. I hope I watch a movie or something this weekend. I feel like I haven't watched anything. You know, I've been watching this guy, Kim Justice. He's doing like the history of Commodore 64. <laughs> like this is my my interest these days. But I, I have a lot of other things I care about. And uh, I think it would be nice if I could watch an old movie or something. But it's the only old movie they seem to have on like Amazon Prime and Netflix and all these different things is Charade with Cary Grant. 
It's on like every platform. I don't want to watch it. It's too much like Austin Powers. Shout out to Austin Powers. wonder what Mike Myers is doing right now. Do you think there's a photo of Mike Myers in one of the Halloween masks as Mike Myers? Is that, that's going to be like two years from now. You know, like one of these Twitter trending topics. Mike Myers is playing Michael Myers and we are here for it. And I won't be. I won't be there for it. I'll be living in Malta with Kim.com, the uh, person who created the website Mega Upload in which much of the MP3s on my iPod were, were discovered. Thank you, Mega Upload. Apologies to the artists who have not received the money from any downloading I've done. Alleged downloading. This show is satire, and I'm not admitting to illegal downloading. Be sure you go on Bandcamp. Check out uh, Eric Tri Eric's trip, Rick White. Uh, he's on Bandcamp. He's got lots of great stuff. And uh, Adam Litovitz, uh, the late Adam Litovitz and Suk Yin Lee have an album called Juj. You should check out on Bandcamp. That's J-O-O-J. Um, hopefully I can ask Suk Yin to come on the podcast sometimes. She was a very... She's really cool. And, you know, I've... One of, someone like Scott Thompson who was in my life before they were in my life if that makes any sense and now I'm in your life and you're in my life and that's good have a great time of it Nick. Oh again. Oh Weekly. Oh Nick Flanagan